I am Jack Hampton, and this is the Hampton Hoops Podcast. Legend. Absolute legend. It's a throwaway year for LeBron James. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Let's get it. Happy Monday, everyone. On today's pod, I give you my player and team of the weekend. Of course, we have several storylines to get into as well, including Kevin Durant and Stephen A. Smith getting into it on Twitter all weekend long to the point where Katie's mom even got involved. I will get into all of that and more. So let's jump into it. Let's start out with my player of the weekend, P-O-T-Dub, Joel Embiid. Of course, on Friday, he had 27 in Dallas, but on Sunday in Chicago, he had yet another 40-piece with 10 rebounds to go along with it, which was a matchup I could not wait to see because Chicago and Philly in the playoffs would be a dream for me. I'd love to see that matchup. I think they're so evenly matched, but Joel was not the only one to ball in this matchup on Sunday. DeMar DeRozan had 45 points. Points, nine rebounds and seven assists. Oh yeah, and those 45 points were on no threes. The mid-range king got all 45 of his points from the free throw line, from the mid-range, from floaters, from layups. No threes were involved in that 45 points that DeMar had. He was absolutely balling. If DeMar and the Bulls would have won, he would have been my player of the week, but they lost, so Joel's getting the love this week. Now everyone knows how I feel about Joel. He's the shack of our generation, blah, 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 blah but what this guy is doing is actually ridiculous. He's so head and shoulders above everyone else in this league right now. He not only makes people look foolish, he wins while doing so. He does not put up numbers on a bad team. He does it and they're a game and a half out of the Eastern Conference lead right now. And because he puts up numbers and because he wins while doing so, that's why I said last week, I think Joel can carry this team to the finals. Now it's time for my team of the weekend. Shout out MGK. Your Cleveland Cavaliers not only beat the Hornets in Charlotte on Friday and not only had an amazing comeback win over the Pacers on Sunday, they also made a huge roster move. They made a great trade for the future of this team that can definitely raise their ceiling. This comes from Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Indiana is sending Karis LeVert and a 2022 second round pick to Cleveland for Ricky Rubio and a lottery protected first round pick and two second round picks. This is huge news for the Cleveland Cavaliers because if you don't know about Karis LeVert, let me tell you, he is a bucket. He reminds me of a young Jamal Crawford on the wing. He's got great size and he can score from anywhere on the floor. This is going to help Cleveland immensely in the playoffs because when the game slows down and it becomes more of half court basketball in the playoffs, you can throw it to Karis LeVert and he can get you a bucket. Not only can he get you a bucket in the playoffs, but this shores up their small forward questions. Yes, Isaac Okoro was a great up-and-coming young player, but his offensive game was limited. He's He's known for his defense. And he can still play a huge role in this team, but coming off the bench, he doesn't have the pressure of starting anymore. Okoro coming off the bench, I really like. And Curtis LeVert stepping into that small forward role for Cleveland is just absolutely huge. Cleveland may have a real chance to make a deep playoff run this year, and I can't wait to watch it. 
Let's get into this past weekend's storylines around the NBA. Brooklyn Nets have now lost eight in a row after their loss in Denver on Sunday. James Harden reports have been all over the place the past week as well on whether they're going to trade him or not trade him. Everything I've heard is he won't be traded by the deadline. Who knows what's going to happen in the offseason, but I don't think... Um, he's going to be traded to Philly by the deadline. Kyrie had 27 on Sunday, but no help really with him. And he still doesn't really have chemistry with this team because he only plays on the road. My question is, where does the blame lie in this eight-game losing streak? You can't blame it on Kevin Durant. He's been out. You can't blame it on really James Harden or Kyrie because, I mean, they performed. Yes, James Harden had four points and a loss during this streak but he's been in and out of the lineup steve nash has had nothing on the floor it's just it's just a shit show for everyone i think the blame is spread all across the board i don't think it's any one person's fault in this losing streak i just think that this is a lull in the season for them and i don't think they can recover i really don't so we'll see um how far this brooklyn team can go in the playoffs right now they're scheduled being a play-in with their record right now so no one at all expected this at the beginning of the year but we'll see what happens my next storyline is a trade between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Portland Trailblazers. The Clippers are trading Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second round pick to Portland for Norman Powell and Robert Covington, sources tell ESPN. This really shows that the Portland Trailblazers are in a full-on fire cell mode right now. Just to be clear, they traded Gary Trent for Norman Powell last year. Gary Trent is balling up in Toronto right now and a huge reason that they are surprising a lot of people this season. And essentially what they've gotten back from that Gary Trent deal now that they've traded Norman Powell is Eric Bledsoe and Justice Winslow. And Keon Johnson, sure, but... <laughs> what i just don't understand what the blazers are doing they're they're not helping their case for dame to stay i understand he's a loyal guy he wants to stay in a small market but why this team has done nothing for you and winslow the hell is that bledsoe or winslow they're terrible they haven't been good in years i just don't understand i get that you know they're selling right now but i mean that's not even selling these are two guys that are borderline not in the league for the clippers i think it's a good trade they need some scoring they may make a run at the you know making the playoffs it doesn't hurt the clippers at all and by the way friday instead of having a typical conversation where i ask questions with cooper him and i are going to do a trade special and we're going to analyze all the trades that happen at this trade deadline which is both of our favorite times of the year so i strongly suggest you tune in there's going to be so many trades going on this week with the deadline approaching so i'm super excited for that and to project what these trades do for each of these teams uh, so be sure to tune in to that on friday Moving on to the Lakers, LeBron returned Saturday night in the Lakers game against the New York Knicks in LA. LeBron had 29 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists to round out his triple-double return. Westbrook, however, didn't have as good of a night. He had 5 points, 6 assists, and 4 rebounds and was benched in the entire overtime on Saturday. I saw a video of him actually getting visibly booed in his home arena as well. So this was a bittersweet night for the Lakers. They one LeBron looked great in his return but Russ looked absolutely horrific so I hope Russ can get it going but I mean we'll, we'll see what happens 
Now, my final storyline on this Monday is perhaps the best one of them all. When you have a beef between Stephen A. and Kevin Durant, there's nothing that gets better than this. KD is always active on Twitter, and Stephen A. is a loudmouth, so it's bound to happen. They've This is not their first beef, and probably not their last. So, that being said, let's get into it. Stephen A. Smith went on NBA Today on Friday and said, if the Nets do not win a championship, Kevin Durant is on the verge for being recognized more for the guy that left Stephen Curry to go with Kyrie Irving than he is for the two championships and two finals MVPs he won in Golden State. In which Kevin Durant saw this on Twitter and just simply commented, egregious. Let's move on. This is definitely not where it stopped. Stephen A. saw Kevin Durant's comment of egregious and proceeded to go on NBA Countdown on Saturday night on ABC and doubled down on his comments. Kevin Durant proceeded to type a little bit more in this tweet. He said, Steve, comma, since you decided to use ESPN to push your personal agendas, I'm sure your minions will run with this story for you, but if you believe this is what my career is defined by, then you're just a flat-out hater. It's going to be hard to box the god in, end quote. Stephen A. Smith then responded to Kevin Kevin Durant's Steve comments saying, okay, stop the BS. Religiously, I've been on the record calling you the best player in the world. This is not about your game and you know it. We all know you're great and you're a champion. We will celebrate that forever when you're done playing. Now this is where Kevin Durant's mom, Wanda Durant, gets involved. She says, ask Stephen A. Smith, you added again with your limited thinking, negative narrative baiting comments. When will you show up better? More importantly, when will you grow tired of this foolishness? Hmm, Wanda popping her shit. In which Stephen A. Smith responded, yes ma'am, exclamation point. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant proceeds to get into it with a fan on Twitter in which the fan tweeted at KD. Stephen A literally responded by saying that it is egregious and that others shouldn't define your career by that. Dude is agreeing with you, yet you respond negatively. Weird to me. Kevin Durant responded, it's weird that you're playing bodyguard for Stephen A. This wasn't just for Stephen A, it's to everybody who wants to box my career into that narrative. And after this, another fan proceeds to chime in and says, at KD Trey 5, as a diehard Knicks fan, I usually disagree with you, but when it comes to Stephen A. Smith, you're spot on. Just ignore him. Kevin Durant replies, just ignore me. Stephen A. Smith tweets out last night, I'm simply pointing out that you have to win or else there's going to be a narrative that you don't like. The Nets are your team. Folks will look to you. That's what comes along with greatness, which is what you clearly possess. You want to go back and forth? We can do that, period. End quote. Stephen A. Smith, of course, went on first take and talked about it for two hours this morning, which was blabbering after blabbering it was just really confusing i he'd be riding his dick at one point and then he'd be saying but this is your narrative and I, I i don't know i'm just here because i love the back and forth so we will see if anything else happens here but katie katie's mom a couple fans and stephen a smith you can't go wrong with that combination and i'm here for all the beef i think it's absolutely hilarious and that is a wrap on today's pod. Special thanks to all of you for listening. And do not forget, me and Cooper have a trade deadline special coming at you on Friday. So definitely be on the lookout for that. I hope you all have a fantastic week.